0: Hello, I am Dina Farish and welcome to the Mindful Mom Revolution Podcast. In today's episode, I am going to be sharing four steps to help you reconnect with your identity as a self and as a mother. This is based on my own story of losing myself and recreating myself in motherhood. If you are not familiar with my story, I invite you to listen to a previous podcast episode called From Party Girl to Minivan Mom. I have been quote-unquote all of those things. And here's the thing about identity. Before becoming a mom, I had very strong thoughts about who I was and who I was not. I became a mom and recognized and very quickly realized that none of those Previous identifying labels were actually the true version of who I am the gift of motherhood in this sense is that as far as identity is concerned you are stripped down to bare bones everything you thought you knew about yourself no longer existed you show up in ways that surprise yourself and you're left at least I was wondering who am I what is the meaning of all this So over the years, I've developed a system that helps moms reconnect with who they are. And I'm going to get right into it and share it because I only have 20 minutes or less to speak with you wonderful ladies and help you reconnect to your own self in your motherhood again. So the word identity is interesting. As moms, we are hungry to forge an identity inside and outside of our motherhood. And we seek this out in various ways. We join local groups, moms groups online communities we find online communities based on what we are into and what excites us in motherhood if you're a homeschool mom I can almost guarantee you have an online community of other homeschool moms that you can connect with if you identify as a crunchy mom or a mainstream mom or a cheerleading mom we can always find these communities online and we look we seek to try and fill our missing pieces with identifiers by claiming who we are as a mother and we do this based on who we think our children are and what they like so we say things like I'm a boy or a girl mom I'm a mainstream mom a soccer mom a baseball mom or the absolute worst we identify who we are as a mom based on how we spend our day so we call ourselves a stay-at-home mom a working mom a work-from-home mom None of these indicators really have anything to do with who you actually are. We set ourselves up for failure when we don't live up to the new mom title that we have forced ourselves now to claim. All of these titles come with expectations, and whether you realize them or not, when you label yourself with a title, you are setting yourself up to the standard of expectation that comes along with that title. We also create a massive amount of separateness when we identify ourselves based on things like how we spend our day, what our kids do, or even worse yet, the gender of our children. In today's day and age, with so much work in gender fluidity, we can't make claims as to who we are as mothers solely based on our children's sex. We have to have more grace with our journey, and most especially their journey, to not make claims about who we are and who we are not, based on the genitalia our children came out with. Not only that, when we make claim to these identifiers, we deny our own personal truth to go along with the herd mentality of whatever the preconceived title that we have chosen is. And that is exhausting. All of that makes figuring out who you are as an individual and as a mother that much more compounded. Not to fear, I'm going to share four steps to help you reconnect with who you are as a self and a mother to feel solid about standing strong in your motherhood. Step number one, and this is so important, in order to really identify who you are and get in touch with your own identity as your own person experiencing motherhood, you have to first and foremost understand the difference between your thoughts and the thoughts of distraction. I mentioned that a little bit already when I talked about the preconceived expectations of each of the labels that we pull into our field. Distractions are everywhere. They're in social media. They are the false mom titles of who and how you should be. They are the shoulds of motherhood. They are the thoughts of past trauma. They are the thoughts of our pre-kid life. And the, they are the ideals of our parents or well-intentioned friends that like to tell us what motherhood is quote-unquote supposed to be like. What motherhood is quote-unquote supposed to look like. However, when you pull in the thoughts of distraction, you rob yourself of the ability to have clarity about who you actually are and what you stand for in motherhood and in life. So how do we learn To make the distinction between the thoughts of distraction and the thoughts that are coming from our true self. Y'all, if you know me, you know that my advice always comes down to meditation. The gift of meditation is the gift of awareness of thought. When we can become crystal clear of the thought that's running in our head, the thought that is driving our emotions, our reactions, and our actions, then we can see which thought serves our own self, our own true identity, and which thought is not the right one for us. So important. Step number one, understanding and making the distinction between your own thoughts, your own true self, and the thoughts of distraction. Step number two, and this is an exciting one, releasing judgment and shoulds. The shoulds of motherhood. And we say this often without even realizing it. Many of us are conditioned to live in a state of should. So we say things to ourselves like, I should be feeling grateful because I have a healthy child. Or I should be feeling overwhelmed because I have three children under the age of five. I should be feeling stressed and tired because I'm a working mom. These are some of the shoulds that come along with motherhood. Or I should be doing having the playdates. Having the activities for the kids. Going to the gym. Sitting on the floor and making sure that I play dolls or Play-Doh with my kid even though I don't enjoy it. The shoulds of doing in motherhood. And then the shoulds of general adulthood. I should have a clean house. I should be having sex with my partner. I should be doing the laundry. When we live under the veil of shoulds, we set our own selves up for failure. And we set our own selves up to feel terrible about how we're actually showing up. Releasing judgment. This one is perhaps the hardest thing to release. So in order to release judgment, first we have to recognize it. Again, and this helps when we can really make the distinction between the thought of distraction, the thought of what we're seeing on social media, the shoulds that we adhere to in motherhood. Because when you recognize the thought of judgment, you can shift to a thought of love. Understand that judgment of yourself is the same thing as judgment of another. So if you perhaps don't resonate with judging others but you feel a harsh sense of judgment for yourself know that there is not one without the other if you are feeling a harsh sense of judgment toward yourself know that that is because you're constantly in a state of comparison which means you're absolutely judging another you have to learn to cultivate the tools to release judgment so things like turning to gratitude again once we recognize it turning to forgiveness turning to acceptance and just Declaring to yourself daily that you release the thought of judgment. Step number three, recognizing and releasing guilt. And this is different than judgment. Guilt is an emotion that is derived from fear, lack, or unfulfillment. Guilt always comes from a place of feeling unworthy or less than. Whether it's feeling unworthy to put yourself first and practice some much-needed self-care, or whether it's feeling guilty because you are not doing or being or showing up in a way that feels quote unquote enough for you towards your children. Dialed down, guilt is an emotional reaction to a feeling of lack. We have been lied to as women and as moms to believe that guilt is an extension of our love for our kids. It is not. I'll say this very bluntly to everybody listening. Feeling guilty about who you are or how you mother does not mean that you love your children more. It means that you are mothering from a place of lack. When we make choices from this place, we open the doors for resentment. Not only that, we deny our own truth, and we allow fear to take over as the driving factor in creating who we are and how we mother. I have a quote that I'd like to share. It's, call it guilt, fear, anger, hatred – Essentially, it means that your emotions are working against you. So guilt, it's so convoluted and it feels so natural in motherhood. How do we recognize it? Where do we even start? You know the thought is a thought of guilt if it doesn't feel good. If it feels like you are putting yourself last. If you have to say to yourself things like, this is just the phase of life I'm in. That's a guilt thought. That's a thought taken over by fear. To justify why you are or aren't living in a fulfilled way. Guilt makes you make justifications about why it's quote unquote okay that you haven't done anything for yourself in six months. Or why it's okay that you haven't showered in three days. Guilt drains you, it makes you snap, and it brings up feelings of resentment for everybody you wish supported you in a different way. That's all guilt y'all. And we can shift from guilt. You deserve better than resonating in guilt. Step number four, become unapologetic about your truth. First we have to figure out what our truth is and we do this again and we do this again by going through the steps that we just went over. We make the distinction between the thoughts of distraction and the thoughts of our true self. We use meditation as a tool to heighten our sense of awareness so we can be present for thoughts as they arise. We release the shoulds of motherhood and we learn to recognize and then shift from thoughts of judgment. We learn to recognize and release thoughts of guilt and we declare to not operate in our motherhood from that place. So when we come to this last and most important step of owning your truth, speaking it and becoming unapologetic about it, we want to be excited. This is your chance to claim a truth. Whatever it is about who you are or how you feel in motherhood in this moment, say it out loud right now. Feel the liberation that comes with owning your truth. Your truth is not up for judgment. Your truth is just an expression of how you are feeling in this moment. When we come to places where we want to recognize and accept our own truth, we have to learn to accept duality that there are two sides for every truth story that we'd like to tell. When it comes to your truth about who you are as a mother, we have to make room for having access to two options without using the word but. Instead, using the word and and accepting that there are two sides to the coin of how you feel. Here are some of mine to make this easier. These are two sides of the truths of my story. Here's one. And it's true. I prefer to live in an organized house and I'm terrible at doing this. Both parts of my truth. Here's another one. I love to be with my kids and I need to have scheduled time away from my kids every single day to be a good mom. This is a truth that I have learned to become unapologetic about. I need to have a few moments away from my children every single day in order to show up as the best mom that I can be. I love my kids. There is no but. There is no justification. There is no judgment. This is my truth. Here's another one of my truths since I'm exposing myself. And I do this, y'all, because I want this to stir the ability within you to become crystal clear on your truth and to know that there is no right or wrong. There is no judgment. There's no shoulds. And most importantly, there is no but when it comes to your truth. So here's another one of mine. I almost never make perfectly proportioned home-cooked dinners. Many nights, my kids either eat peanut butter and jelly or frozen peas and corn for dinner. I laugh when I say this because if you all have been following me for a while, I talk often about the frozen peas and corn that my kids eat for dinner. I love to cook and my kids don't eat home-cooked meals every day. That is my truth. Here's another one of my truths. I'm perhaps one of my most important ones. I love being a mom and motherhood does not complete me. And that's okay. So right now in this moment, I want you to put your hands on your heart, take a deep breath, and think about one of your truths of motherhood. Perhaps you hate to vacuum and you spend an hour every single day vacuuming. Declare that as your truth. Perhaps you're in a place where you know that you're seeking more or seeking less. And all of that is okay. Declare that as your truth. Remember, this all takes practice. And not only practice, it all takes a heavy, heavy dose of self-awareness. The key to becoming more aware of your thoughts, your judgment, and learning to shift toward gratitude and standing in your authentic truth is just that. Becoming aware of your thoughts and shifting towards gratitude so that you can become unapologetic to stand in your own authentic truth. I thank you so much for listening today. I know that your true identity is within you, and that when you clear yourself of the the voice of distraction, that you can dial down to get crystal clear about who you are, what feels good for you, and what feels best for your motherhood. I'm always here if you need me, and I look forward to hearing from all of you regularly. My email is dina D-E-N-A, at The Mindful Mom Revolution. You can join my online community on Facebook under the Mindful Mom Revolution. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and shoot me an email to let me know how you felt about this episode, how you feel about your own identity, and how practicing radical acceptance, releasing shoulds, releasing judgment, and allowing yourself to lean into what feels good to who you are right now opens you up to all the best that your life has to offer.